This is your host, Khabu Khabinator Mongwa, with his co-host, Relsaka. And they review wrestling together, such as WWE and AEW. They have the best news coverage and the funniest rants. This is the Wrestling and Logic Podcast with Khabinator and Relsaka. Please enjoy this broadcast. Hey guys, Habanator here, and today we're back with the season two premiere of Wrestling and Logic. And I've got my good friend Josh Jenkins over here um, in place of Rel Sucker because uh, I we still don't know if his. He, he can have he'll be having a working mic but we'll see later in the next episode if he can do it so uh, Josh would you like to introduce yourself I absolutely would love to introduce myself because I am so arrogant <laughs> anyway no um, I'm Joshua James Jenkins otherwise known as Triple J or Josh times three as my the name is on most if not all social media platforms uh, be it Twitter YouTube, Instagram you know so on and so forth and yeah I am also the host of the radio program is known as Life's Opening Radio which Habo is also a part of with his own radio the Program to mine being cer- certified bangers. My light went off again, but I don't. I don't care. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, it's me. I am here as a guest on this uh, wrestling and logic episode today. The preview of season two. Abo, I was at the start of season one. I am at the start of season two. This is history in the making. Yes, yes. <laughs> and as you can see, this is episode one, and we'll re- be reviewing day one uh, from the and also from World Wrestling Entertainment. The, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. And also, you can listen to the brand new intro that was played at the start of this episode. Yes, I hope you guys... Which I'm not included in, but I don't see why I would be considering I'm now a guest, so... Yeah. It's all good. (laughs) But we will talk about some news first. Um, Maybe, in fact, some outside news. Um, So, uh, I read this funny article that... uh, about Tom Holland, about how he's sick of traveling and wants to start his family. And in that article, he said that he loves kids. During the course of his interview, Holland spilled the beans on his plans for fatherhood and added, I love kids. I can't wait to be a dad. I can wait and I will, but I can't wait. If I'm at a wedding or a party, I'm always at the kids' table hanging out. My dad's been such a great role model for me. I think I've got that from him. So I think I'd be a primary school or teacher, primary school teacher or something like that if I wasn't acting. 
Well, you can't be a primary school. You can start a primary school, but you definitely can't be one. <laughs> and, you know, I don't. I think he should have worded it better because it's a, that's a little bit sus, a little bit suspicious yeah, yeah. the way he said that. Uh, he could be meaning something else that we will not talk about. And I found that quite funny. <laughs> Oh jeez, that's a bit sus, Tom. Just say um, you like. How do I? I don't even know how to say this myself. Um, I I like to take care of kids um, and make sure they're safe and happy and something like that. Instead of oh, I love kids, like a weird person would say. I do understand the sentiment that he's trying to convey with what he's trying to uh, get across. No, I do understand. No, it does come off as a, uh, as a bit of a weird sentence, but I do understand what, what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. And also, about the travelling, I understand uh, personally, because I don't really tr travel much. Um, you know, because of the pandemic. Um, uh, I do understand, like, how difficult it can be to have that, have that lifestyle. Uh, you've got to be at one place and then you've got to go to another place all in the same day. And, you know, it's a difficult lifestyle to hold, like, every single day because you're constantly at work being an actor you're constantly you know doing all these things and and also on top of all the other uh, projects and activities that he that, that that he does like the charity work that, that he does with uh, yeah. Zendaya yeah um, so yeah I do understand why he would feel hard done by the travel that comes with uh, the job that he does. So. Yeah. And that is um, something I found funny with Tom Holland, uh, you know, sounding like a weird person there. But I will be back. I just have to take a little moment of piss. I will be right back. All right, we are back. Um... Uh, after a little bit of a technical difficulty, jo I couldn't hear what anything what Josh was saying. So let's see if Josh, you can hear me now. Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, Hello, and yes. I can hear you. So that's good. So um, it looks like Roman Reigns has contracted COVID-19. We don't know um, if his symptoms are are bad. Or, um, yeah, but it looks like he might be coming back to SmackDown, um, on this Friday. Uh, we will see. Uh, I really don't know. Uh, but, uh, so Josh, what do you think about this? All right, and hopefully my voice will w remain intact this time. Yes, it is so far. Shit. Right. <laughs> Omen. Or his real name Joe, I think, is susceptible. If I use that word right there, to um, 
to this virus. Um, he used to have leukemia, and I think it was leukemia anyway. And yeah, um, him getting this virus is a serious cause of concern towards his health. Uh, you know, mainly based off him having health issues in the past. You know, uh, based off leukemia. Uh, which is, I think he had, and um, yes, he yeah, did. I don't understand why he's coming back so soon. Like, he took fi- about about five months off because he didn't want to be uh, in the performance center uh, to do these shows at the time when this COVID was at, was at its height. You know, because he wanted to uh, keep his keep himself safe in that environment. Now he's got it, and he's coming back about about a week after. I don't know. I, I could be wrong in my record in my reporting because I saw an Instagram post where um, Brock Lesnar challenged um, Roman to come on SmackDown um, this Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Sure, uh, interesting because that could lead to. A booking decision down the line, which I will be very ma- mad about, <laughs> if, if it happens. <laughs> time will tell. Isn't the isolation um, time supposed to be about two weeks at the at the very least? Yeah, I think so. What? Right, right. So in that case, why is it? Why is Roman apparently coming back about about a week? Yeah, uh, he might do it over Skype. I hope he does it over Skype, and not well, that would be the safer person. route. Yes, not in person. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping because the rumor is, and it's quite obvious that it's going to happen. Even though it's not completely obvious, but to me, I think it is way that it could possibly end up going is the champion it's just champion route you know Brock Lesnar the oh, new champion wait. against <laughs> the champion Roman Reigns <laughs> I can see that happening and I can see why you're laughing at me right now because you because you know how much I hate these types of matches <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can see it coming at some point it's bound to happen and, and speaking of championships, uh, yes. it's almost a one-year anniversary of your rant on the TNT Championship. So how about you give your thoughts on it Which now? I gave last episode, so you're not going to get it out of me today. Come on. I man. gave it to you last Come on. episode. It's the anniversary. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, my God. Fine. In the TBS championship, as a matter of fact. Yeah, well, that's even worse. (laughs) The TNT championship, right? I don't understand why it's a championship that is even tested for in AEW, considering, you know, it's a championship that doesn't hold any value to the company. Because... A championship that is based off 
something that isn't a part of the company. Because what I am referring to is the TNT cable company that is airing the program that is, of course, you know, Dynamite. So, basically, if you're the TNT champion, you're, you're not a champion of the company in any such way. No, because you're the champion of the cable company that is airing the f***ing television program. Like, Im like, like, imagine here in, in the UK having WWE. I, um, no, hang on. Uh, okay, imagine in the UK, NXT UK, right, brings up a BBC championship. Yeah, BBC. I was thinking of that. <laughs> like, like, are you kidding me? And then having it air on BBC. Like, are you out of your mind? Yes. Like, who would want to be a champion of a table company? Wouldn't you want to be a champion of a championship that actually re represents the wrestling company that you are in? Yeah. And, and and now it's AEW Dynamite is not even gonna be on TNT anymore. Starting tomorrow, they're gonna be on TBS. And they're giving the women in championship of the TBS cable company. <laughs> oh, we, oh we, we've, we've got to be fair. We've got to play fair and square. So if the men got a cable championship, oh, well, the women have to get one too. <sighs> Equality, my ass. Like, that is not the way to you do not have a championship as representing. Imagine having a fucking CPB championship. Now, he is champion of CPB's Twinkle Toes. Uh, yeah. Just, just imagine that. Uh, I like that then, reference. The Twinkle Toes reference. And then trying to pass it off. Yeah, yeah. And then trying to pass it off as they legit championship because because what? what what because Tony Khan praises it so much it's only worth the value of what it's representing yeah. it's uh, representing something that's not what you are contesting in or the company that you are wrestler involved in that championship is worth nothing there is no point in having that championship at all yeah. whether uh, it's the TNT championship the DBS championship or the CBB championship even though I don't, I don't think there is a CBB championship but you get my fucking point uh, yes. I, uh, I remember I don't mind having a don't mind them having a dynamite championship because that's the name of the program that is the name of the wrestling program uh, so that would be represented by the program that they are wrestling on that's fine i don't mind that but is that what you're doing habo oh 
and I remember he, he, back in back in July, he said, he said we shouldn't put Tony Khan in the dumpster. We should put him in a volcano. Oh my God! Yes, yes. So absolutely should. Yes. Oh, my have God. him melt in the. In the uh, Mount Vesuvius. Oh, hang on. Have him melt in the molten lava. Yes. <laughs> oh, Mount Vesuvius. Have him have the ter- have him have the Terminator scene where he's burning and he's trying to raise his hand up to those who praise him. <laughs> please save me! Please save me! No, you die. I don't actually want him to die. It's it's just a reference to a. So don't get all serious on me. <laughs> okay. And now, Drew McIntyre unfortunately has to get off of TV because he has he's having neck issues. In fact, ah. let me find that article real quick. Oh, by the way, Drew McIntyre hit. A credible belly to back Suplex on Drew Madcap Moss during their match here on this paper on this paper which we'll get into later. Whoa! Hit a wonderful belly to, belly to back Suplex, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Unfortunately, I Just didn't watch. You I skipped that match, that. so that's nice to know. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. This is from by Mark Middleton of Wrestling Inc. Drew McIntyre is reportedly suffering from a legitimate injury, as noted. As noted, Saturday's WWE Day One pay-per-view saw McIntyre defeat Madcap Moss in singles action. WWE later ran a batch backstage segment where Moss and Corbin attacked McIntyre during an interview. The attack ended with Moss and Corbin wrapping a chair around McIntyre's neck and then smashing it with a piece of lighting rig. Oh my gosh, these angles drive me crazy. Man. Hold up. Um... WWE announced after the pay-per-view that McIntyre was suffered a cervical neck strain with severe contusions during the backstage attack. It was also noted that upon further evaluation by WWE medical staff, McIntyre will have a follow-up with an orthopedic cervical specialist. There was some speculation on this being a storyline injury announcement, but now we know that there is more to it. In an update, PW Insider reports that the day one beatdown angle was done because McIntyre has been dealing with some legitimate neck issues for several weeks. McIntyre now needs to undergo medical testing on his neck, which is why WWE wrote him out of the storylines as a way to be proactive about the situation. There is no time frame from McIntyre's return to the ring, but there's hope within WWE that his absence from the ring will be short term. 
His status was described as up in the air until he gets checked out by doctors. There's been a feeling within WWE about how insanely hard McIntyre has been working in recent weeks despite the issues with his neck. There, it was also noted how he's pulled double duty at recent WWE live events on the annual holiday tour. Once WWE source said McIntyre went down swinging to injury for the company. McIntyre was seen leaving the State Farm Arena with the Nick Bracelon after Saturday's day one pay-per-view. Alright, that is Drew McIntyre's injury. What do you think about that? Well, injuries happen. And if he needs time off, then have him take t- time off. He'll come back when he comes back. Yeah. He's not really doing much of anything now anyway. Anyway, yeah. He's just squandering at the moment on, on, on SmackDown. Like, he's not really got much value to him. Yeah, well, and the uh, storylines and opponents he's going up against right now. So he's better off just having time away until he comes back and gets put back into a more prominent position. I mean, I think this could be could be a blessing in disguise as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And if he misses the rumble then that would be a bit of a disappointment, but I don't really care about the rumble anyway. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think it matters. Yeah, you went crazy last year after the Royal Rumble. That was probably one of your best episodes that you ever done. Ah, no. Why did I do oh, that? Shankins goes ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I had every right to be mad, Javo. I mean, I'm Edge not, and Randy Orton, they left the ring a few seconds after the bell rang. <laughs> and yet, apparently, they were still in the match until, until the very end. I wasn't con- I wasn't saying that you didn't have every right to be angry. I was just right. saying I was just saying that you went crazy. That was all I I wasn't yes. Yeah. Yes, and I'm just saying that I had every fight to be. And even and, uh, and even if, the women's one. And if this year is any in <laughs> You even went crazy on the women's one and you called Tom Phillips, uh, a fuck face. <laughs> did I? Yes, you did. I remember. What? What? What was the reason for that? I, I, I actually can't remember now. Um, why you said that to him? But it was quite funny. Um, well, I, I've grown up a bit since <laughs> then. I even remember yeah. one of um, the quotes from that rant. But the entire point of this match is to stay in the ring and they leave the ring in the first few seconds. Well, they did. They left the ring in the first few seconds of the match, which was fucking infuriating. Why? Why 
they do that? I, I, I swear down. If if that happens this year, I will rant even harder than last year. I can guarantee you. <laughs> they need to be very careful in how they execute this year's Royal Rumble because I I do not want to be set loose this year. Believe you me. Like if they do one wrong thing, I'm going to murder them. Oh, jeez. I understand that that their ruling, their ruling, okay, is that you have to leave over the top rope. So if you leave any other way, then technically you're still in the match based on their rules. But their rules are a pile of garbage that that need to be changed to be a lot more sensible to how the match is supposed to be. Um, do you have any other news to discuss, Carter? Unfortunately, not. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow okay. anything that goes on uh, much anymore. So that's all the news I could find. Uh, okay. Oh, because oh, we went wait, off on quite hold, the hold up. tangent there. Did I? Did I talk? Oh, Johnny Knoxville uh, is joining the Royal, Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, the guy from. Jackass, those movies where they jump off of stuff and hurt themselves. Um, and yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's, some of it is funny. It's only really old people that hate it and get mad at it, get mad over it. Um, but yeah, whatever, man. It is what it is. I'm not mad about it. I'm not happy about it. It is what it is. What do you think about it? It's a waste of a spot. Because this match should be exclusive to the wrestlers in that company who are who are wanting to vie any of the main two championships that you would go on to challenge to challenge for at WrestleMania by winning this match. Only those who are in the company, only the wrestlers on the roster should be the ones who compete in a match that if you win, basically challenge for the Universal Championship or the WWE at WrestleMania. Celebrities should not be in this match at all. Nobody outside who is on the active roster should be in this match. Alright, Odu. Unfortunately, I'll move the way to blow my nose, so um, just give me a brief recap. Are you good now? Yes. Um, I just didn't hear what you were saying because I was... Um, I uh, was okay. away. Well, basically, in short... Uh, Wait, go on. <laughs> in short, uh, 
succinct version of it. Basically, only those who are on the roster within the company should be competing in the, in the Rumble itself. Anybody outside of that will be eligible to enter that match, to participate in that match in any way. I don't mind them. I, I don't mind a celebrity um, special commentary for it if they really want to do that. I, I don't mind. But them competing that much no why am i so adamant against this because only those who are wanting to vie for the championship at wrestlemania and which the winner would receive from, from this match should compete in in this match only the wrestlers should um basically enter this match Like only those who are legitimately on that roster within that company should participate in this match. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Well. Oh, and also, no tag teams should be in this match either. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's right. The Street Profits are in this match. The Mysterios are in this match. Why? Because. Winner go on to challenge for a singles championship. Why have a tag team enter this match for in that in that case? Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Uh, yeah. So we have finally getting on to the review. WWE yes. Day One, January first, twenty twenty two. By the way, Happy New Year's. I forgot. To wish you guys that, um, uh, and this is taking place at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, they had an opening package, which I thought was nice and nice to hype the people up. And then um, Brock Lesnar was announced to be in the Fatal Four Way, now Fatal Fatal Five Way match. Against uh, after Roman Reigns tested positive for COVID 19, which I don't really like, but yeah, it is what it is. And now we have the first match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships The Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso versus The New Day, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston. Uh, the Usos, the champions, make their entrance and following, followed by the New Day. And I know you, Josh, uh, would not be happy with this order of entrances because you, as I said in the last episode, you are very strict with those kind of rules. Okay, then. Oh, and by the way, Xavier's new theme song, I think it's quite decent. Oh, really? Damn. Well, Xavier Woods and Jimmy Uso are starting. They lock up. Woods does a deep arm drag. Does a back kick. Tags in Kofi. They do a double team on Jimmy. Jimmy taunts Kofi. Kofi gives... Uh, Jey Uso, a double axe handle. 
Jimmy Uso gives Kofi Kingston an insiguri. Jay Uso hits a close line. Uh, Jay Uso tagged in, which I questioned, because uh, he tagged out of nowhere. Um, he hits a bat suplex. He taunts. Then Jimmy goes and slaps Kofi. Jay body slams Kofi. Um, Jay doesn't ask to face. He taunts. Then Kofi does a single foot stomp. Uh, Woods make Woods gets tagged in. Jimmy super kicks Woods off to the outside. Jay Uso makes a tag. Tags in. And they do a double team on Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston does a DDT. Woods is the legal man. Uh, he he never was illegal. He was legal the whole time. So I don't know why they tagged him again. Um, Jimmy Uso gets tagged. And then Woods does a hot tag. He tries to pin. Uh, Woods... Drop kicks Jey Uso. Jimmy Uso punches him and slam his face into a the announce desk. They get back in the ring. Jimmy hits a corkscrew. Jay gets tagged in. He does a pop-up Samoan drop. And then they did a nice one-two. And it looked good. Kofi did a jumping crossbody. Jumping clothesline, a boom drop, then he hyped up the crowd. Looks like a comeback to me. Um, then the crowd started chanting, New Day Rocks, New Day Rocks. Then Kofi tried to hit Trouble in Paradise, but then Jey Uso super kicked him for a near fall. The people are chanting, This is awesome. And then uh, Jey Uso super kicked. Hits a super kick for oh, oh, no 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 uh, forget that uh, Jimmy Uso it's a chop block it's a single leg crab they get a rope break Jey Uso tags in Woods and Jimmy fight on the outside Kofi tries to pin Jay hits an SOS for a near fall. They double team on Jimmy Uso for a near fall. Jay Uso hits a super kick. Uso's double super kick Kofi. They do a double Uso splash. Woods makes a save. They stare down. Then they did a stereo one two. And then Uso's hit a modified 3D for the win. So I gave Raslin a 7 and Logic a 5. What do you think about this match? I thought it was fine. Uh, if not, good, I, I suppose. Um, <laughs> there was an illegal tag made at some point. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um... And the, the the ending. I'll wait until you get back to the uh, thing here. So you can hear me properly. I'll just wait here. Right. Right. And then the ending. 
caught me off guard. I was like, what? The, why are they doing the 3D? And I, I, I then understood it because they basically renamed it to fit their own gimmick. You know, the 1D. One and done. Oh. So I understood. Okay, yeah. Yeah, one and done. One D. Like, you know, one direction, but, you know, that's <laughs> completely different. Yeah, that's a band. That's a boy <laughs> band. Boy, uh, yeah. girls, uh, a couple, like, eight, seven, eight years ago, all the girls loved One Direction. They went crazy over them. And all us boys hated it. Um, <laughs> you know, they were so, but they have made quite a few good songs. Um, they have. But yeah. Hey girl, you're beautiful. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, what I found interesting was that both tag matches of this pay-per-view ended via variation of the cutter. In Randy Orton's case, the RKO. Yeah. Basically ended in the same way. <coughs> I found that very Amusing, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they do a package on Biggie, which was good. And then Biggie oh, cut a promo on. His I will still be your WWE champion, uh, something like that. Um, and then we have an interview with garbage rap group Migos I'm not a big fan of rap as you guys may know uh, I just don't like it I, I, in some some of it I do uh, you know I, cause either it's like or it's a beat that sounds really stupid that's mostly what I don't like about rap um, these days I do like some old rap, um, but yeah, not a big fan of rap, not a big fan of these guys. Um, and then, um, oh, well, these guys were introduced as the greatest band of all time, or whatever that they, yeah, I, I just them ignore them. I just ignore the that. greatest. Shut up, you twats. <laughs> and then... Greatest my ass. Yeah. Yeah. In the second match, Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss with Baron Corbin. I skipped to the end where Drew McIntyre hit a Claymore kick for the win. Then the third match for the Raw Tag Team Champ... Oh, by the way, what did you think about that last match before I move on? Waste of time. Yeah. The only thing that I took notice of was the belly-to-back suplex that Drew hit on the outside. I cat flew for, for, for like a mile. It was incredible. Outside of that one move... Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, for the Raw Tag Team Championships, we have RK Bro 
Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, the champions versus Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, the challengers. The Street Profits make their entrance, then followed by RK Bro with Migos. Um, hold up. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got tons of weird stuff in my mouth today. Um. <coughs> so sorry about that. If you are um, grossed out by that. Um. So it's Matt Riddle and Angelo Dawkins starting off. They show they show a sign of respect for each other. Riddle gets a side headlock. Dawkins shoots him off and gives him a shoulder tackle. Classic move. Ford makes a tag. He he hits a drop kick. He taunts. And, and by the way, when did the Street Profits become heels? Like they were being heels the whole time in this match. Were they? Yes, they were. They were taunting and, uh, you know, all that stuff. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention, to, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, um, if they are healed, then I don't have a problem. But I do. You have a problem because how they turn heel, right? Yeah. Like if you don't show, then why do I care? Yeah. Like fucking Roman Reigns. He yeah. he never had his fucking heel turn <laughs> when he made his return at fucking SummerSlam 2020. <laughs> all that time ago, he came back. He was already a heel, already aligned with Paul Heyman. Every fucking motherfucker under under the sun came at me, targeted me, telling me that oh no, his heel turn was when he came back. I'm like, no, you fucking idiots! <laughs> he was already a heel at that point. We we missed his heel turn. <laughs> but Josh, you don't understand. You don't understand when he attacked Bray. And Braun, that's when he turned heel. No! Because he was already acting a heel, and he had a heel shirt, and he had a heel uh, appearance, and a new heel theme, blah, 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 right? He, he already had that, but before he attacked, he was already a heel, and we missed it, you fucking imbeciles. <laughs> telling me, no, you're wrong. Anyway, sorry about that tangent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we, um, back to against this. Uh, yeah, yeah, back to this match. Um, <coughs> Dawkins makes a tag. Randy makes a tag, and people pop. The people are chanting, "Randy, Randy." Uh, Angelo Dawkins hit a leaping elbow. Yeah, that's his signature pose. Um, both the prophets were taunting. Dawkins got a side headlock. 
Randy Orton tried to hit the RKO. Ford tagged in. They locked up. Ford did a chop. Randy did a drop kick for a two count. Matt Riddle made a tag. Dawkins made a tag. He hit a silencer. Ford make, made a tag. He, and he botched. Um, Ford hit a punt kick on, I think, Riddle. Yes, it was Riddle. Uh, he hit a splash and Randy saved him. Dawkins was legal. He does a ground and pound. Splashes Riddle in the corner. Ford makes a tag. Stomps Riddle in the corner. Angelo Dawkins tags in. He pins Riddle for one count. Riddle hits a Pele kick. Ford makes a tag and then Randy makes a hot tag. A hot tag comeback. And then Randy hit a double draping DDT on both the Street Profits, which was nice. And he teased the RKO, but Ford rolled him up. And he hit an Enziguri. And Angelo Dawkins was fighting Riddle in the same ring that Randy and Montez Ford were in. And I didn't like that. Um... That was unnecessary. Like they should be out of the ring there. I would, I would have understood if they were fighting on the outside, but not, 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 not in the ring. Uh, when there's other, when the the legal men are fighting. But anyway, um, Ford shoots Randy off into the ring po post. Uh, <sighs> uh, what sorry about this um he hits a dive tries to hit a splash but then randy hit an assisted rko for the win uh, matt riddle um threw him up and then randy hit his rko on him. and and then um one two three and he won i gave wrestling an eight and logic a six what do you think about that? I thought this was a fine match, if not good. Yeah. Just like the other tag match, this was fine, if not good even. Uh, the result I agreed with because I, I thought, okay, Bill um, should retain, and they did. But it's not yet time for them to, to lose. Hmm. Um. Um, I do like the arc. It's, it's oh, so good. So uh, good. Uh, Randy he, performs it so well. Yes, uh, and the RKO was one of my first favorite finishes. Um, I would, um, back in uh, 2017, I would um, pretend to do it on my friends, and I almost did it for real <laughs> on one of my friends at uh at a camp uh school camp and it was it was quite funny so anyway um bianca belay gets a package and it i thought it was very good um you know she's an inspiration to young black girls and it's nice to see that um uh, that she's out there inspiring uh, young kids to come and do this um they might not enjoy it, especially in the WWE, but 
it's still nice to see that um then brock lesnar did a promo uh mocking paul Heyman, uh, and then uh he said uh Brock Lesnar I'm trying to do the, I sound like Paul Heyman now um uh, <laughs> yeah but I, I, I'm not knocking Brock Lesnar but it's hard to take him seriously when he does his own promos, promos. hence he has Paul Heyman by his side um I just want to laugh whenever he gets on the mic cause his voice um uh, yeah, but that, that's it. Uh, and he said, he says that he will walk out of um, the State Farm Arena as the WWE champion. And he did. And he said that it's a spoiler. And it was a spoiler because the morning after, before I even watched a second of this show, um, I saw that uh, he had won uh, that championship. And then... The third match, Edge versus The Miz. I looked at the video package and then I was like, how can Edge go from a great feud with Seth Rollins last year to this crap? And then I saw that Eric Bischoff went to his wedding and I'm like, why is Eric Bischoff always there to officiate some goofy stuff? You, you remember oh, he did the Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy stuff last um, <clears throat> back in 2020. And now he's doing this. And I'm pretty sure he's done some other goofy stuff as well. And I like Edge, but I, I didn't watch this. And then at the end, Beth Phoenix came to help him. And now they are going to have a mixed tag team match with Beth Phoenix and Edge against Miz and Maurice at the Royal Rumble. Boy, that's going to be fun to watch. Yes. What do you think about that? Right. Um, yeah. um, a, a few things. I didn't understand what this feud was about because all I saw was the Miz wanting to marry wife and, and then Edge just comes in and pours like dark liquid on them. Yeah, now like they're having a match. the same dark liquid that Randy Orton vomited out when oh my god when they had that. Don't remind me of that. Yeah, I, I'm trying to forget it myself. That was some of the worst TV what? I've ever seen. And then what that one time he had, he had the mask on uh, when Alexa Bliss burnt his face. It looks so Speaking goofy. Speaking of Alexa, she's, she's coming back next week. Where? What? No! Get out of here, man. Yep, she's uh, uh, advertised to come on Raw oh. next week, so... Look forward to that, Harbo. Oh. oh, lucky I don't watch yeah, this anymore. Back to this match. As you, as, as you were saying. No, go on. Back to this match. don't know what it's about. Um, so, I don't know. Something about the Miz and, and the wedding... 
do Maurice, and then uh, I don't understand it. Anyway, and now it seems to be about the best couple. Nonsense, like nonsense. Why is why is Edge wasting time in this feud? Why, why is why is this what the Miz is being in to do? I mean, I, I mean, they the- could have had a match here that meant so much more. No, this is the route that they decided to decided to go with. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What was I about to say now? Um, and you know, and it, uh, I guess uh, you, I I must point this out. Wait. One is tapped out. Miss oh. out to a fucking head like the first minute. Yeah, oh no, 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 the match just continues on. Two, the fucking count out on the outside. <laughs> when they were doing the announced table spot, referee, guess, guess what she did? <laughs> she stood there and didn't say anything. She waited for them to finish doing their spot on the announced table just to, just to then start counting them out. And by, by, by the time she started the count at one, I was already at, at nine, about to count to ten. And she stood there watching them do the moves on the announce table, waiting for them to finish their spot and then start counting them out. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So one, this match ended via tap out. Two, this match ended via count out. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and and uh, Edge winning is is, is uh, fine. Cause yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. And and all this stuff that the Miz has done has really soured my opinion of him. I know I I heard that he was really good back in. 2016, 17, 18, you know, he was doing his own stuff and yeah. people liked it quite a lot. Um, and and I'm not surprised that Edge would do this kind of comedy. He, he did comedy for years with Christian. It was Edge and Christian. Um, you know, like, uh, uh, we've seen him do serious stuff. Or we, with like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, and he goes to this now. Like Edge needs to do better stuff than this. I wouldn't mind him having a feud and a match or two. I wouldn't mind, but if I understood what the feud is about. All I can think of is it is that it has something to do with the Miz being jealous of Edge and something about wanting to remarry his wife. Uh, so I don't understand what this feud was about or is about. Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, and now we are going to go to the next match 
for the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch, the champion, versus Liv Morgan. They did a video package, which I thought was good. Liv made her entrance, followed by the champion, Becky. The wrestlers were announced by, um, by Mike Rome. And <laughs> what was funny, during um, <coughs> Becky's announcement, uh, he went, Introducing the Raw Women's Champion, Big Time Bex. He had a voice crack, Owen. Uh, and again, uh, later in the match when she won. <coughs> um, but yeah, the match started and they locked up. They got a rope break. Becky slapped Liv and taunted on her. Liv hit a code breaker. Um, tornado code breaker. <laughs> I don't know what's the name of that. I only know, I only know it because of Chris Jericho. Um. Becky Lynch falls out of the ring. Liv smashes Becky's face onto the announce desk. Becky rolls out of the ring again. She tries to hit the manhandle slam, but then Liv does an arm drag. Gives her a back elbow in the corner. Gives her a step up knee. Gives her a drop kick. A double foot stop for a two count. Becky rolls her up for one count. Liv does an... I think it was called Miss Saturday or something. Um, here's uh, her um, submission hold. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, okay. And they get a rope break. And Liv, she was screeching so much. Like, <laughs> the whole match. And it was so annoying. But anyway, um, they fight on the apron. Liv hits a slam for a two count. She misses a back elbow in the corner. Becky hits a catapult on the bottom rope. And then the bottom rope went like this when she uh, uh, got lifted up. Um, uh, for a two count, she stomps on Liv, chokes her on the rope. The people booed. Liv uh, kicks her. Becky hits a botched leg drop because Liv Morgan didn't sell uh, when the leg came down on her. Um, <laughs> so oh, we'll get into no selling. <laughs> well, she didn't sell on time. Uh, <clears throat> no, 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 I meant we'll get into no sell later in this match. Believe me. Okay. Uh, it looks like you uh, have quite a lot to say about that. So I'm excited to see. So she hits that botched leg drop for a two count. Becky gets frustrated. Not because of the botch, but because she kicked out. Uh, she grounds and pounds Liv. She hits a Bex below the suplex for a one count. Stomps on her. Beats her up in the corner taunts say i'm the greatest i'm the greatest uh and then um uh live hits a catapult but it wasn't a catapult i'm trying to remember what she did um hold up i think sorry discord. about that discord crashed as always um 
and uh, I was still talking about, I was wondering about uh, the the move that um oh now I remember so she um so she held uh, Becky's arm down like this and her feet were against her back and then she pushed her feet out and then um Becky went into the turnbuckles so I don't know what that move is called so if it right okay yeah so any of you wrestling um, gurus know what move that is that would be nice at a pult no um no not the kettlebell no, um something like that yeah catapult yeah and then they replayed that spot um uh Liv got a roll up uh she did a combo on Becky hit a insiguri did a really nice drop kick off the top rope for a two count they replayed oh, yeah. it um uh, Becky hit a x-plex tried to lock in the disarmor Liv hit a DDT for a two count and then Liv Morgan did a really nice sunset power bomb for a near fall. They replayed Five stars. it. Yeah. They replayed it. That was one it. of the most beautifully executed sunset power bombs I've ever, ever seen. Yeah. Ever. Sorry, that's my fault. So sorry that 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 was my fault. Um, I pressed Control S to save this uh, these notes because I made an edit. And then it, um, it shut off the recording. So that's my bad. So I, Josh was just saying about how that was the best um, drop kick that he'd ever seen. So now um, they go, they do a replay of that drop kick, which was nice. Then Becky Lynch hit an X-plex. X-plex. Then uh, she locked in the disarm her. Uh, Liv hit a DDT. And then... Uh, she hit a sunset power bomb for near fall, which was very nice. Five star. The way yeah. she performed that was one of the most excellent sunset power bombs I've ever seen from any wrestler in the history of of professional wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, it was that good. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, and then. Um, Then they replayed the sunset power bomb, and then <laughs> Becky Lynch put in the disarm her again. But then there was a rope break, and then um, she hit a forward planting face buster, and in which the deleted recording Josh told me the name of it. Uh, I I knew it was some kind of variation of a face buster, but I wasn't sure. So Josh confirmed that for me. Uh, so uh, that's nice. Um, and then Liv hit a drop kick, which was very botched. Becky sold way too early. She jumped before um, Liv's feet could even reach her. So and then the announcers covered it up by saying, "Oh, she didn't get all of it." Um, <laughs> And yeah, and then Becky rolled out of the ring. Uh, Liv hit a dive. Uh, 
Becky slammed Liv's head on the announce desk. She stomped her. They got back in the ring and um, Liv got in a submission hold. Becky escaped and then uh, Liv tried to hit Oblivion but then Becky hit the manhandle slam for the win. And then I gave Rasslin a 9 and Logic a 7. What did you think about that match? You know, the stomp, and this is what I was trying to get at oh, earlier, with the no-sell. No on the, no on the st steel steps, yeah. Steel steps, yeah. It stomped her arm. It was wedged between the ring post and the steel steps. She stomps down ten times just to have Becky all in the ring climb up the fucking turnbuckle, even though she should have slipped down because of the weight that was you know, she had to lift herself up with but how could she lift herself up with but if she had a damaged arm that was literally just done seconds prior like how where was the selling for this like how was she able to climb the corner at all like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't understand that where was the selling in that yeah. If you have right, your arm as the steel steps actually in between the ring post and the steel steps ten fucking times, would you be able to fucking have enough strength in your arm to lift yourself up and carry your weight upwards on on to the top top turnbuckle? I shouldn't be able to. Right. So why does Becky term, terminate, Terminator Lynch have that ability then? <laughs> Becky Terminator Lynch. I think the, the better <laughs> better person to call the Terminator is Charlotte Flair. Because you know. Uh, I mean, if you're going to do a spot like that against the Steel Steps, have Liv win. Like, like, you don't do that just to undermine it a few seconds afterwards with Becky just carrying on as if at all was was done to her arm. Yeah. Like, why do a serious spot like that? To basically walk it off. Like, why? Yeah. Like, I don't mind Becky winning, but the way she won with the no sell there completely made it pointless for Liv to live <laughs> to do the spot that she did. Yeah. Made it pointless. Yeah. And then so that's my rant about that. Yeah. And then we have the main event. Uh, by the way, I skipped a, a tag team match with Cesaro and Ricochet versus Sheamus and Ridge oh, Holland yeah. or whoever it was. I put right, but that was on the pre-show, right? Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, so I guess that was entrances. Uh, yeah. The, I don't, why would you have that on a pay-per-view even? Yeah, uh, the main event as you were yeah. thinking today, Habo. For the WWE Championship, a fatal five-way match between Big E, the champion, 
Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. All the wrestlers made their entrances with Brock Lesnar coming at the end. The bell ring and the match started and Brock suplexed everyone. Then Big E stopped him and hit him with a clubbing blow. Gave him a clothesline over the top rope. Lashley smashed Big E in the ring post. He speared Lesnar through the barricade. They got back in the ring. In- incredible spear, by the way. Yeah. The force of the impact. Incredible. Yeah. And he speared it- Kevin Owens in the... Oh, wait, go on. It was like Bobby was trying to murder Brock Lesnar with that spear. Yeah. I'm going to rip your life out. I'm going to spear you right through your heart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, he speared Kevin Owens in the corner, tried to hit a vertical suplex on someone else. Uh, I think it was Seth Rollins. Seth. But then Kevin Owens gave him a super kick. Seth super kicked Lashley. Super, uh, both Kevin Owens and uh, Seth Rollins. I almost said Sami Zayn. Seth Rollins uh, super kicked uh, Lashley. They both. Um, Seth Rollins dived on Brock Lesnar, and then um, Kevin Owens gave him a frog splash on the outside. Kev- both Kevin Owens and Seth slammed the steel steps into Lesnar and Lashley. They cleared the announce desk and the people were chanting, We want tables. I'm glad there were no tables involved in this. Um, Big E slammed Lashley through the announce desk. Kevin Owens and Seth did a double DDT on Lesnar on the steel steps. Big E choked, slammed Seth. And then he gave uh, Kevin Owens a oh, no, back no, out. No, 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 no. What? Don't mix those moves up there, Javo. What? He hit a Uranagi slam. Oh. It wasn't a choke slam. Uranagi slam. Okay, Uranagi slam. I uh, got it. And then um, Kevin Owens hit a pop up power bomb for a two count. Uh, he did a cannonball off the top rope, but he hit Biggie's knees. Seth did a splash for a two count, and they replayed it. Gave him two rolling elbows. Then out of nowhere, Brock Lesnar came in and gave Biggie, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens an F5. And then Lashley speared him and then gave him a hurt lock. Big E save, made the save. He hit big ending on Brock. And then Lesnar gave, gave uh, Big E an F5. One, two, three. He won and became the new WWE champion. So I gave wrestling and 10 and logic a six and uh, it was actually surprising how good this match was. Uh, I I didn't expect expect much from this because it was a fatal five way, 
but it blew my expectations. Uh, and overall, I, th I give this show wrestling eight and logic a five. So, what do you think about this match? I had zero issues at all. Wow. I loved it. It was incredible. Um, it performed their asses off. And by the way, Mark Lesnar taught Achilles how to sell a steel step spot, but by the way. Uh, which who? Becky should fucking learn from. <laughs> who did you know, he teach? Brock sold because Brock Lesnar sold the double DDT on the on the steel steps, right? So yeah. that was basically a lesson on how to sell, move steel steps, which Becky failed to do earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Becky can learn from that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Brock so Lesnar I... being added to this match, I couldn't believe it when it first got announced. I was like, "What the fuck?" This doesn't make any fucking sense! What are they fucking doing now? Then I thought, you know what, no. No. Do it. Just go along with it. Just just accept it. Because there's so much storylines that they can do out of this. One, Bobby Lashley had Brock beat if Biggie did not interrupt. He, he had him beat. Yes, yes. That's their match booked, which they're having now at the Royal Rumble. Yes. Hopefully it goes. Woohoo! Hopefully it'll stay like that. So. It won't. It won't go. Uh, hopefully they won't add any more people to it. Please. They better fucking. I mean, I'll be earned it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so uh, yeah. Yeah, and then there's the rematch with Big E, and he get redemption for Kofi if they want to go down that route. Which they should, but whatever. Um, there's a first ever match against Kevin Owens that Brock can have. Uh, Seth Rollins can use his arrogance saying, Oh, ha, ha, ha. I beat Brock Lesnar several times in the past. I can beat yeah. him in like under five minutes with ease. Ha, ha, ha. So he, so he can challenge Brock, Brock again. Yeah. You know, there's, so, there's so many matches and storylines you can come off this. And then after WrestleMania, you can have... Brock return to face Roman, blah blah blah. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm actually quite enjoying this. Brock Lesnar is having a lot of fun, and 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 you can see it clear yeah. as day that he's having a lot of fun right now. Um, people are mad that big that Biggie lost. It is what it is. Uh, uh, Biggie I, I, I actually wasn't that mad uh, that Biggie lost. Um, I wasn't mad at all because this is this is this is even better because now Biggie can go, go the route of of not only wanting to beat Brock to reclaim the W. Championship, but also get revenge on Kofi Kingston, which has been an ongoing storyline for the past what two and a half, past yeah. two and a half or so years. Yeah, I mean they can play off that. He gets a massive win. 
I mean, his second reign is going to mean a lot more and be a lot more important than it was, you know, first time around. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that he can benefit from Brock Lesnar being the, being the champion now. I mean, I see nothing but po- positive. Now, that's, you know, highly depending on how they okay, you know, yeah. going forward. But I, I, I am yeah, yeah. positive right now about it, yes. Yes, and what did you think about this show overall? Uh, I thought it, I thought it was fine, but it could have been better than what it was. But for what it was, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. And not many pay per views get a fine from me, so you know. <laughs> uh huh. So that was the season premiere of wrestling and logic i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i hope you guys had a happy new year and i hope you guys all have a wonderful year that uh, is about to begin uh, that has begun actually um but we we will be back next time probably for the royal rumble um hopefully roll sucker will be back as well and uh, uh it was great having you josh back on this uh broadcast and i hope that season two will be good and we will see you in- later but until then this is Habanator and josh jenkins on behalf of roll sucker Signing up.